It's March 14th, 2018. On this episode, the guys talk about the upcoming Monster Energy PBR coming to Calgary later this month, and they chat with three-time Calgary Stampede Saddle Bronc champion, Zeke Thurston. This is Cowboy Shit with Ted and Wacy, brought to you by Everything Cowboy. Well, here we are. We're back. We are back. Episode 8. Episode 8. March eight. Alex 14th. Alex episode. The Grade 8. Yeah. Who else is 8? 8 seconds. Oh, yeah. The eight second oh. episode. He really loved you, Tuff. <laughs> um, what, other, what other great things are number eight? Drew Doughty. He's pretty good at hockey. He's yeah, he's eight. pretty cool. He seems like okay guy. Yeah. Uh, what else? Number eight. I'm just putting this on you right now. This, this is hard. Out. Yeah. I'm going to have to Google it. Eight crazy nights. That the Magnificent movie? Seven. The Hateful Eight. <laughs> the Hateful Eight. That's not a very good movie, actually. No? Would not recommend. Man. Did we do, I think we talked about Magnificent Seven last time. It's a good time. film. Yeah. Great film. Watched it on an airplane. Quite good. They have movies on airplanes? <laughs> it's kind of one of the only places I watch movies. Really? Uh, I watched a good movie the other day. Uh, the new Jumanji. Oh, really? With the, Dwayne The Rock. Oh, that would be kind of fun, wouldn't it? Was, it? it was good. Yeah, I really... It was. It's just surprising how good it was. Really? Yeah. I, I like the old one with Robin Williams. That one's oh, yeah. Nice. You can't beat that. Yeah. Real good. So, the number eight. The number eight is considered to be a lucky number in Chinese and other Asian cultures. Good thing we celebrate that. Yeah. Here. Um, lucky number. Hmm. Property with the number eight may be valued greatly by Chinese. Interesting. It's also eight sideways is infinity. Oh. Weird. And infinity symbol is the symbol of the Métis people. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. That's my people. That's your people. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe if we get, maybe that's the thing with podcasts. If you get to episode eight, then you can go on forever. It's like maybe we're getting past the hump. This is the hump episode. Yeah, it's on, a, on all of our Wednesday. All of our episodes come out on Hump Day. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Should we leave it like that? Or yeah, Hump Day is cool. I like <laughs> Hump Day. <laughs> Why? Because podcasts. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about anything else. No. No, no we weren't thinking. Get you out of the else. gutter, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So episode eight, really doing it. Lots happening, man. I thought it feels, it feels it. like it feels like it's been a while since the last time we've done this. Uh, well, when was the last time we've done this? Two weeks ago. It kind of more than two weeks because I had to record it. We had to record it. Yeah, early. yeah. I think that's probably why I skipped out again. It seems like a uh, while since we've done this, but I'm happy yeah. to be back on. The weather's beautiful. Yeah. Hey, this is something for you. What is different about the podcast this time than every time other time we've We're done? Missing it so far? Jen. Well, that's one thing. She's not here. We don't have an in-studio audience. <laughs> what else? Though? It's like a little brain teaser for you. What? What's? What are we doing differently this time with the podcast? Oh, we're not doing the middle of the night. Yeah, it's, it's a nap. daytime. Yeah, there is daylight. That's out huge, here. actually. But it's like every other time we've done this, it's been past five p.m. We got a, we got we got started earlier than we ever have. It's a record. But it's daylight outside. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's like plus oh, five outside. Have you been outside it. today? Yeah. I shoveled some snow. Look at my truck. I almost cleaned off all the snow off the truck. Got the first half of it done. Yeah. (laughs) I figured I better kind of sweep off some of it so it could melt off the next little while. It was probably going to do it anyways, but I got to take it to the ski race next week. It's going to be ready. Way to take the initiative. Yeah. I shoveled some snow in my sandals. It was weird. That is weird. Yeah. But it was like, seems like, it seems like a bold move. (laughs) Probably like there's a a high risk of like it not being good. Like like shoveling a toe off or what? Well, no, it's like, I wouldn't want to step in snow or get snow on my feet if I was getting your feet was get all wet and cold. It wasn't like I was like going adventuring. Yeah, but with my sandals, I just wouldn't recommend it. No, I wouldn't recommend it. Ten years. It was different. Like it, like it could be dangerous if you like. If I had the the metal 
ended shovel. Mm-hmm. So like oh, I could have chopped a toe off. Yeah, you could. Could have hacked one off. Yeah. yeah. But I was careful. It's hardcore snow shoveling. I was careful about it. Were you? Though? But it was kind of cool. Like I got to go outside in March in my sandals. Yeah, Shovel some sweet. snow. My feet got a little fresh air. Let's. I'm glad that it is like that because I'm sick of winter. Yeah, me too. And snow. Man, isn't this time of year just the fucking best? Well, it's good. To like it's like it just like you feel like happier. Like oh yeah. Yesterday, me and Chelsea were playing racquetball, and like you come outside and it's, it's like light out. Still. You think yeah, you're like oh it's gonna be yeah. dark and it feels like it's middle like it's winter and yeah, it's so light out. Oh, it's still nice. get dark like after seven last night. Well, no, I, like after eight or nine. Yeah. It was like eight thirty when it got dark yeah. last night. That's which sweet. is kick ass. Perfect. Part of the so for those of you that are from listening to this from not in Canada, we got a long winter. We've got here. like twelve months of winter. Yeah. It's, it's a few. pretty long. It takes forever. It's pretty long. So we appreciate when it gets... It's t-shirt weather, really. It's like what? Plenty. Yeah. It's hot outside today. Warm. Snow's melting. I tell you, I went outside my sandals. I, did, I had my sunroof Didn't open that and cold. my truck on the way Ooh. home. Ooh, dang. Cruising. Fancy. But yeah. No, it's good. I'm happy that spring has arrived. March yeah. came in like a lion, though. What do you that mean? big snowstorm we got. Oh, yeah. That was quite the snowstorm. Yes, sir. Uh, so what's big going show. on? What's happening? Big show today. Let the people know. 2016 world champion bronc rider Zeke Thurston joins us. Three-time Calgary Stampede champion. Yeah, three-time consecutive and reigning, all those things. He's three a, times. He knows what's going on and riding them bucking horses, that yeah. guy. There's only been, there's there's never been a bronc rider win it three times. He's the only guy. Only guy to ever win it three times in a row. In a row. Consecutively. Yeah. yeah. Um, Marty Wood, who's a world champion bronc rider, and uh, what fellow else? Canadian. Yeah, fellow Canadian. Won it five times. Rod Hay won it three times. Uh, Clint Johnson has three Calgary titles. Um, I guess Zeke's, well, Zeke's the only Bronc rider that's won it th- three times at the $100,000 level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Lowe's done it three times in a row in the bareback riding. And same with Davy Shields Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody's won it four times in a row, but Trevor Knowles has won it four times since 2009. That's a lot. Yeah, it's pretty four hundred thousand dollars. Pretty elite company for your old Zeke to be in. Yeah, well, even in the Bronc riding, for him to be in the same conversation as guys like Rod Hay already, They're a legend. Yeah, Zeke's been had his pro card for three years. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Rod made the NFR twenty times or nineteen. It was nineteen or 19, twenty. Nineteen, nineteen was it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Zeke's already there in three. Like, what? What's this guy gonna do in his career? He probably if he as long as like health pending, if he stays healthy and can stay away from that, he probably could break that record yeah. if it's a record i don't know if it's a record or not but the canadian of like or like break rods streak yeah of 20 it's definitely possible. 20 times nfr yeah that that's true could start happen. that early a guy can make it happen yeah right? i'm sure he can mix in Very a couple true. more world champions along championships along the way he's like he's like a perennial like contender yeah like he doesn't true. like come in like in the top bottom, bottom yeah, five like, he's always in the top eh? like top five top six guys coming into the Has finals been, so so far yeah you can keep that up just chances are good of still being successful in getting some more gold buckles north of the border. I'd say. And I'm going to say, we already talked to Zeke. We're doing some different formatting on the show. So we talked to him already, but you're going to hear it up here pretty soon. It's coming. We're going to let you know on how the podcast works a little bit. A little bit of the logistics. The framework of the, the podcast. Framework. Yeah. I think Zeke has one of the better definitions of cowboy shit that we've had Oh, so yeah. Far. That's an interesting one. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So I'm you get, to, listen, get yeah. to look forward to that. Big chat, so actually, teaser. but he's actually driving home from New Mexico. Yeah, from uh, where's Tal's from? Corona, New Mexico. Corona, New Mexico. He and Jane, home wife of the Jane. Corona Beverage Company. I don't know about that. I think that <laughs> word's made up. 
<laughs> but they're but they're driving all the way home right now. It's warm enough now, so all the snowbirds can come back. Yeah, but they can't uh, be loud. <laughs> but so Zeke and Jane, Zeke and Jane are driving home. His wife. Yeah, driving, my wife. <laughs> driving all the way home from uh, New Mexico today, probably like twenty-two, three hours. Corona's northern New Mexico, so it's probably twenty or so hours. Maybe or probably twenty-four hours. Be a full day. Yeah, full twenty-four. Full big one, yeah. Because it was thirty to go to Hobbs, so yeah. it's probably still twenty-four hours. Mm-hmm. But they're driving home today. They're in. They're just coming through Pueblo on the way. They're coming back through Denver Pueblo, right now. So Pocatello, yeah, Winnebago, <laughs> all those places. <laughs> and then he flies right back to Houston, Houston on Thursday for the semifinals. He's going to ride. Finals are coming up for that already. Eh? Yeah. Nice. So yeah, because it's done this year before the skiers. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Yeah. So he flies back down to Houston. Luckily, there's lots of Calgary Houston flights. He gets down there, rides in Houston Thursday night. Hopefully, again Saturday. For the big money. Pretty big, pretty big trip though. He's gotta drive all the way back home and then turn around and fly right back down. It's there funny you just wouldn't stay for the few days. So we catch up with Zeke later on the show. And uh great guy. Great guy. And actually that's actually the show. It's <laughs> Zeke. And that's it. Yeah. So talk to you guys later. Hopefully you like the show. See ya. That's it. Here's Zeke. <laughs> over. <laughs> Show's over. <laughs> yeah. Coming events calendar. Today's Wednesday, March 14th, and next Thursday. Got the Calgary Stampede Tarp Auction on the 22nd. Ooh. It's going to be a big one. That's a good good thing for yeah. well, Calgary. Yeah, well, could be a good thing. Could not be We'll notice thing. what, we'll know what the, what, economic the ec- situation. The economic situation. Calgary is? Yes. Yes. So we'll know. We'll know. If you don't, if you didn't know, we'll know. We'll know. We'll have an update for you. Yeah. So, because we record the next show. The 28th. On the 26th. Yeah. And it airs on the 28th. Yeah. So, we'll have an update for that. You'll probably see it sooner, but if, you, if you're a straight radio person, if you're strict to the radio... We're going to tell you anyways. I'll tell you everything you need to know on the podcast. If you've heard it already, we're chill telling you. You don't need any other form of news in the podcast. No. It's not, it's not breaking or live news. So we'll talk about that. So then the 24th of March, the Saturday, which is about 10 days from the 14th. <sighs> what is it? PBR Monster Energy Tour. One night only. Returns to Calgary's PBR. Agrium Western Event Center. Bull riding. Excitement. Fireworks. Energy drinks. Monster. Yummy. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, be an energy, energy drink kind of guy. Me? Yeah, of course. I drink Monster all the time. I drink it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Monster good, energy. I'm not a huge energy drink guy, but that is my beverage of choice if I do buy an energy drink. Yep, because I love Monster. You know it. It's good for me, and it gives me a burst of energy when I need it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, great thing to have though. Middle of the night, trying to stay up and drive. Oh yeah. I got a funny. I got a funny point. Monster Energy story. Oh, we were. Are you gonna, you're not gonna get me in trouble, are you? No, 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 no. It's it's uh it's a it's a good story. Family. It's a good family friendly one. We were going from. It was Eggy Days week. We oh, rode yeah. all three days of Eggy Days, and we went to Viking that night. Yeah. And then we had to go be in Vernon the next day. Oh gosh. Yeah. So we left. It's we aggressive. left Viking, and we're like we're like okay we're driving all night we're gonna make it to Vernon, <laughs> be there because it was like an afternoon bull riding. Oh man. And I was and I've. I, I, for some reason, I always got stuck with the night shifts driving when I was rodeoing. Me too. Whatever. Me too. Yeah, whatever. Bullshit. Stupid. So I'm like gearing up. I just crushed like a double-double, grabbed an energy drink, slam it. Oh my gosh. I'm wired. Like I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like ready to drive It's like 2 a.m. Yeah, well, it was like, yeah, by the time we got to Calgary, it was like, yeah, 1 o'clock, 2, 1.30 in the morning. Oh no. So we hit we hit the Petro just west of the city. Yeah. Snowstorm. Like massive oh, snowstorm. No. Yeah, so we in like- In April. Yeah, we get to this freaking- 
to we get to Canmore finally after driving 50 from the Petro to Canmore. Oh man. Like, okay, we gotta stay here. Like we can't go. Like, oh, there's no way we're driving all night. So I'm just wired. We had this hotel room. Oh no, you can't I'm, even sleep. I couldn't sleep. We had to get up the next morning and like book it four AM. Yeah, we had to get up really early to get to Vernon on time. Oh so man. we yeah, so I didn't sleep a wink. And then mm. I ended up driving that morning too, because I was still wired. Oh man. So yeah, we left at like six, I think. And then we got I think just west of Golden, bare yes. roads. Like no snow. Oh, really? Yeah. So if we would have pushed through like another hour, the snowstorm, we would have like made it, but Oh. Hmm. Yeah. So energy drinks. Fun. So what what is your suggestion to people? Don't drink it all at once. <laughs> don't don't drop don't crush a <laughs> double double and then a full energy drink unless you know for sure that you're gonna be driving all night. Oh my gosh. Yeah. When I was when I was working on the rigs too, I got heavy on the energy drinks one time on the oh, yeah? shifts and then I guess yeah, they're not they got me yeah, they're good. Keep you awake. Yeah. Good to keep Helps you awake. You out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, the 24th of March. Tickets on sale for the Monster Energy Tour. If you don't have them. Get them. Get them. PBRCanada.com. What do you have? What else do you have better to do with your Saturday? Saturday. Bull riding. It's going to be a dandy. After party at Ranchman's. That's right. Official after party, official sponsor of the PBR. It's going to be great, too. It's going to be a good time. Usually, like, you, like I like Ranchman's, and it's pretty, like, pretty nice to go to but like yeah. when there's stuff like this in town it's yeah. so much fun it's so much everybody fun. goes out all the, the bar people. is just yeah, it's, yeah if you're gonna if you haven't been out for a while and you need a night out that's the night you want to go out it's true boys will it's be rolling true. probably will be a mechanical bull riding contest it usually happens the only thing about that is i'm probably gonna hit the the liquor that night but like we're really gonna need the monsters on saturday sunday morning oh yeah before the ski race mm-hmm. we're all gonna be all hung over as hell Ooh. and then Bam. That was like ski la- race. That was like last year though. I feel like the people thrived. Like last we year. We always party before the Well, because I had, like we had. And our, after. Yeah, we had like. And a, during. We had, because it was St. Paddy's Day weekend last year. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So my hockey team had it. We like had a party bus night and like I didn't go oh, back yeah. till three in the morning last year. Ooh. And I made it. So that's good. Because last year was on the 18th, I believe. Yeah, it was. Because it was St. Paddy's Day. It was a Friday and it was on oh, Saturday. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we just got. Yeah, because we got drunk the night before there too this last year. You guys were in. You in guys Banff. were Everybody was already in Banff. Yeah. We were in one in Banff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This year we're going to show up Sunday morning. It's so. nothing new. It's not like it's new territory. You it, Usually at the ski race, we're having a good time. A real good time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, ski race. Hey, let's look at that list. But yeah, buy uh, tickets for the bull riding. Yeah, it's gonna be a good good event. I, I'm I'm uh, thinking it's gonna be one of the better events we've ever had in that building. You guys can judge it yourselves, but we appreciate I'm the feedback. I'm excited. Okay, ski race entries. So I don't know how I didn't do this, but I didn't put them on there for the longest time. But they are now on the website, and you can see who's coming. You can see who's coming. Yeah. So we already have 21 entries. That's huge. There's people I just put on there that I, you know, think are coming. You're pretty sure they're coming. Pretty sure they're going to be there. Like mm-hmm. the Gator. Like the Gator should make an appearance. Mm, he might. He might. He might. If the you elusive, come to the ski race, the you elusive might, Gator. You might catch the Gator. You might see who he the is. The endangered species Gator. Yeah. But we got uh, Spurla Cass, Keenan Vine, Foster Kennedy, Brad Lauder, Wacy Anderson. That's me. He didn't pay his fees yet, but he's entered. Do you take IOUs? <laughs> <laughs> Dustin Edwards also going to be our announcer for the day. Brandon Tommy, Monty Phillips, the Gator is on the list. Ooh. Tim Lipset, Eric Isabel, Zane Lambert, Canadian champion bull rider, also pretty good snowboarder. He Two-time knows his way around the mountain. He knows his way. He knows. He knows. He can Nick meander Bentley. his way down a mountain. He can. <laughs> Nick Bentley, he's just coming off a injury, actually. Who? I don't know this fellow. Uh, Nick, he he's a like a pretty much a pro ski drawer as well. Oh, but he's, I think he's won the, he definitely has won our, our race before. He used to be like a real ski racer and he rodeos too. Pretty cool. 
Thanks. Austin Nash is entered. Pascal Isabel. So we got three of the fellows from Quebec. The Frenchies. Pretty awesome. They, they had a pretty awesome bring time last time. For us? I don't know. They can probably make it, right? They should. Brock Radford also on the list. Mm, Jake number one Gardner. In Canada. Yep. Current number one. Jake Gardner, Samson Moss, Sasha Ayobi. She was, uh, she's a really good skier too. She was Sasha Scheffelmeyer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. who that is. Yeah. How did you know? I don't know how to say her last name though. I feel bad now. But it's like A Y O U B I. Ayobi, I think. Ayobi? She can tell us eventually. Mm. Katie Hulushak also. And then your name here. Enter the ski race. Enter. It's fun. And you can be on the list. It's for a good cause. It's going to be a dandy. Yeah, it should be. It's a, And it's at Mount Norquay again, right? Yeah, Mount Norquay. March 25th is a Sunday. And actually, this, the hotel rates now for Sunday night are cheaper than they were when we first published the rates. Perfect. So even if you forgot to book a hotel, it's okay because the They're rates cheaper. are cheaper now. So That's I actually awesome. called and got our rates better because... They hosed you. Well, they didn't really hose me, but I, I thought I had to book them. But turns out Sunday, it's not a busy day mm-hmm. on that stuff so nice that's our coming events calendar lots happening lots happening it's a big month in this segment the guys catch up with three-time calgary stampede saddle bronc champion zeke thurston about how he got to his position only three years after receiving his pro card this is cowboy shit with ted and Wacy, brought to you by everything cowboy well thanks for taking the time to be on the show though today you're uh you guys are driving from yeah where'd you guys start out driving at anyways we started in corona me and i still uh yeah at house house place there, travel partner. So we, we went to a rope one last night, actually. Last two days we were at a rope one, Scottsdale, and we come back once we're open Saturday, Sunday. Did you win some money? I didn't win any money, <laughs> but Dan, my wife, she won the number eight. They split 9000 9000 Like she 4500 bucks a night last night? Yeah. Jeez, that's yeah. pretty sweet. Good thing yeah. you have her along. So she qualified for Vegas for the World Series of that. Dang, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's badass. <laughs> Is she a header or a healer? I don't I don't know that. Header. Okay. Yeah. And who is she roping with? Uh, a guy named J.R. Schaefer. He's just one of Taos' buddies there. Dang, that's pretty cool, though. So, just kind of a ranch guy or whatever. Yeah. We, we had a pretty good chat already about all the format and everything. But let's talk about the yeah. winter you've had so far. You've got, uh, what is it, 27,000 won or something right now. Um, been a pretty pretty solid winter, I guess, eh? Yeah, it's, um, it's been really good. The uh, winter rodeos can... It can be, they can go really good, or they, you know, you can come down here and not have any luck. But, um, the way I look at it is anytime you go to the winter road and doing 10,000 or more, you're, uh, you know, you're starting the year off pretty good. And to have that much one at this time of the year, it's, it's pretty nice. You know, you kind of get a bit of a head start and then uh, confident and you just can't wait to, you know, roll into the summer and get things really going. But uh, I love going to winter rodeos. They're, you know, they're all in big buildings and they get big crowds and they're pretty fun. But then when they're done, you're excited to get, get to go to the small door rodeos too. What's your favorite in or winter rodeo? What's your favorite one? Oh, I think San Antonio's probably my favorite winter rodeo. or Not winter Houston. They, those, they treat you awesome. The guys, uh, they do a really good job. They're, oh, yeah. just, they're good rodeos. How cool is Houston with that many people, eh? Yeah, it's... <laughs> That building, like, it's, it's unbelievable how big it is. Like, you don't really know until you've been there, but it, you can get off your Bronco and think through the whole Bronco and just get back to the bucket shoot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's, it, no, it's really cool. And they, they treat you off. They do. They have great hospitality and, and they take care of their guys pretty good. But, uh, yeah, especially when they're on the final 
days when you're riding in front of 70,000 people or however many people at home, it's pretty cool. What, uh, what makes those rodeos the best? Uh, you mentioned the hospitality. That's that's pretty cool when they when they feed you guys everywhere you go, isn't it? Like it's got to be a pretty big. Yeah, they they feed you and they give you. I don't, they just give you you know goodie bags and stuff. But, and uh, like this, just the committee keeping anything there there for you. You know, you'd be happy to enjoy yourself while you're there. Like I know San Antonio Warren Lars, he had his van broke into in the parking lot during the rodeo, and uh, the committee they. They shuttled them around to their hotels or whatever and everything. And, and uh, the next morning, his van was fixed and his window was fixed and they paid for it. And, oh, you know, wow. just stuff like that. But, you know, they take care of you pretty good. Pretty nice of them to do. You won the gold buckle, the world championship, 2016. It was only your second year even in the PRCA, wasn't it? You were only like 21 or 22 at the time? Uh, Yeah. I've been 23 now. I've been 22, probably. I thought that was impressive uh, for you to win at that age. I know, uh, I guess, was it uh, Rusty that won last year? He was pretty young, or Ryder? Ryder. Yeah, Ryder, he was like yeah. 19 was or 20. 19, 19 or 20, yeah. Where, where, this, yeah, where bronc riding has usually been a, a sport... I want to. I don't want. I don't know if I want to say dominated by the older guys, but those guys win quite a bit too, or have won. Yeah, well, bronc riding is um, really like a, an experience type thing, you know, and it takes a long time to learn. But then once you get it figured out, you know, the longevity of your career is pretty good compared to the other rough stuff. And you're right. Like it seems like for for a long time, it's just you know it's the same guys, but that go and and make finals or and they're winning, and it takes it takes you. You know, you kind of got to pay your dues and takes you a while to get in there, but I made it my rookie year, and, you know, like, at the time, like, that's kind of unheard of, but now there's lots of really young guys coming up, and really, they all ride really good, and um, are getting in there, and it's kind of a, a new crop of guys, so it's, it's pretty exciting. How did you get to that pinnacle of our sport at such an early age? Man, I don't know, I just, that's all I wanted to do, you know, since uh, little, little, I thought, it didn't matter what it was, anything in rodeo, you know, when I was younger, I did, you know, I did most of the events, be a rodeo cowboy, I guess, and uh, I worked at it, and I eat, sleep, and breathe the rodeo, I guess. You uh, you gotta take it serious, you know, and um, get around the right people, and, and find, you know, people that are gonna help you get where you want to be, and so I guess that's, that's just what I did. I, uh, I went to college, you know, I just tried to not not get over my head too much, you know, I, I went through the steps of uh, the high school rodeos, and then I um, went to college rodeos, did a novice drunk grad, and um, then I got rodeo on my permit for a year, uh, made a circuit finals and won the circuit. Then I got to go to the Rams circuit finals at Kissimmee and then I won a little money there. And then that let me get into big winter rodeos and then just, uh, it don't happen overnight, but, uh, you just kind of build your way up, I guess. Uh, one of the people that had to be a big influence on their career would have to be your dad. Having been to the finals before he had to be a big how to be a big part of that? One of the people who helped you get there. Oh, for sure. To have have a coach like that at home, you know, just uh, be able to ask, you know, ask him anything. You know, it might not even be Bronco related, but it's uh, you know, it's pretty awesome to have somebody like that in your corner. But he opened a lot of doors that you know I didn't have to. A lot of people knew who I was before I got there through my dad, and, and it's a rodeo world, it's a pretty tight knit family of of people, you know, and uh, a lot of the people that were around when my dad rodeoed are still around today and I get people come up to me and tell me they rodeoed with my dad all the time, you know. Even after that came up yesterday, a guy come up and say, Hey, I love you with your dad and so it's 
it's pretty neat, you know, because then I uh, meet a lot of people, and um, like I said, there's doors open that I, I didn't have to do. What What did he say to you that night when you when you won the world? I remember being there, but I remember what he said now. <laughs> oh yeah, he said he said he he never was a world champion, but he raised one or something, something like that. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I'll, I'll never forget that that night though when you guys all won you and Levi and Jeremy that was uh, pretty damn cool. Yeah, that was um, that was pretty special, especially for the Canadian um, side of rodeo. I think to me, I would love to see more people, you know, more Canadians go down there and, and try to make the NFR and stuff. And um, I'm I'm a huge supporter of that. Of like Carmen was down there rodeo, and then, uh, I just I just really like to see that because it, it's pretty cool to be able to represent your country and. On a state that big. The only thing comparable right now would be maybe the PBR with the Global Cup last year with representing the country. The next closest thing would be the would be the NFR for you guys to do that, wouldn't it be? It's something I think that's your goal. That that's what you uh, you know you put your blood, sweat, and tears into it, I guess, and um, and try to get it done because I think it's something everybody should experience. It's uh, it's ro- it's a rodeo like no other, and it's pretty cool. What would you What would you give for advice to people? to a, you know, a younger guy or a younger contestant, a lady that's trying to make the finals down there or, or maybe maybe hasn't tried or maybe maybe you think should try, what would you give for them uh, as advice for them to, you know, advice or encouragement to, to head down there and, and try their hand at it? If you're a young guy or somebody wants to go down, I would just, you need to get in with the right people, travel and partner wise or or somebody that can help you kind of get around. And um, if you're a young guy, you know, Rodeo looks like a guy that's older and and, and knows how to enter. So that's a big part of it. And, uh, you know, just get somebody that can kind of show you the ropes and that's been there and done that. And then uh, just keep it simple. Don't don't sweat the small stuff. But we'll go to almost 100 rodeos a year, get on probably 150 to 175 bucking horses a year. So you might not do good, but don't don't worry about it. Cause there's, an, there's another one tomorrow or the next day for sure. That's, I mean, that's the way I look at it. I, I keep it simple and just try to stick to the basics and uh, do what I can control and everything else will work out. What does it take to stay at this top level and keep going back to the finals? You've already been there three times now. And another question I have coming up here has to do with Calgary, but what does it take to stay at this this highest level? I guess you don't have to like to travel, but you got to travel. I get like, um, it's a long year. Enjoy it, you know, like these winter rodeos. Well, we maybe been to 15 rodeos for the year, but they're all big rodeos where you get on quite a few head at one rodeo. And you get to hang around with your buddies and stuff, and, and so it's fun. But when you get to rodeoing in the summer and, and you're traveling, you might not be winning in it. That gets, you know, it can get tough, but you just got to stay positive and uh, strive to do things right every time you get on, and it'll, it'll come back around uh, eventually. But um, it, it can be tough. I know, like, after the finals, we didn't have very good finals and, and stuff, and uh, I, I wasn't worried about it. But then 10 days after I got home for, to go to Christmas, I had to turn around and go back to Denver, and all that. It, it just seemed like it doesn't quite stop, but it's, uh, you know, I enjoy it. And, and that's why I do it. So I'm going to do it while I can because I know I won't be able to do it forever. Do book work or something in an office. <laughs> that's very true. Calgary Stampede. You've got three in a row there. It's something that has never been done in the Bronc riding event. There's two bareback riders that have won, uh, won three back-to-back-to-back titles in Calgary. Um, and it looks like only one other person has won $100,000 four times, and that's Trevor Knowles in the steer wrestling. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about that a little bit. I don't want to put the pressure on or anything, but uh, but yeah, this is uh, it's pretty it's pretty incredible what's going on there and what you have a chance to do this year as well. It's really cool. I don't. I mean, 
I don't put any pressure on myself to Calgary. I, I love that rodeo, and it's one of my favorites. Especially, we've been rodeoing hard all of uh, June, and then the fourth we'll go to 13, 14 rodeos within eight or nine days. And, and by the time you get to Calgary, you're still we're out there done for a while. And so it's nice to just get to Calgary, and, and it's you know it's close to home for me, and I get to see family and just relax and and be there for four or five days, six days, I guess, for a week there. I just enjoy it. I love it so much. I just, I just like to be able to go and compete. Winning it's winning it, awesome, obviously. It's just, that's, you know, for somebody like me, it's life-changing money, and, and it's a huge help. But like I said, I'm just I'm just excited to be able to go back to right here. It's it's incomparable in Canada. There's nothing else that's uh, that's like it. I mean, and then, you know, I got to ask you, too. I didn't, I gotta, I'm just looking at the, at the winners here. Um you went there, you would have been there as a kid growing up. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. And then, well, here's a question, too, though. I, I don't see your name on the on the novice uh, the novice champions, too, and or the steer riding, but uh, you would have competed there in both of those events as well. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, my brother, Brian, he actually won the novice twice. twice yeah. Back to back. Um, I never had any luck. I got to ride in the a few times at the novice events. Uh, I never won it, but... Um, you know, it's pretty cool. You know, there's a reason they call it the greatest outdoor show on earth, you know. And it's a, I think it's the rodeo that's so only again, you know, they, they treat you awesome. They really they take care of their cowboys and uh, to be able to go there and just ride at a rodeo the you know, the history and, and the tradition there and like we were talking, my my, my grandpa Walt is eighty one years old and we got pictures of him back when he used to go to Calgary and there'd be people standing all all the cowboys would be standing in the arena, you know, and Horses everywhere in the arena, and he rope calves and rope bareback horses and bulldogs. And to me, that's pretty cool to see how, how big it's gotten and the stature of the rodeo that it is now is, uh, is amazing. Taos won the one Calgary in 2009. And yep. another thing here Rod Hay won it in 2005, 2002, 1999, and 1994. So he has four titles. So you could join his company this year with the, with a fourth one. And already right. there's only, it looks like Rod's one of the guys that's won it three times. Uh, Clint Johnson has won it three times. Uh, I'm looking here further and see. I saw Marty Wood has five Calgary titles spanning from 1966. Oh, really? Yeah. Or 1965 yeah. back to 1954. And he's one, of the, he's one of the guys that was actually a world champion as well. A Canadian that mm-hmm. won, the, won the world championship. World title, yeah. Yeah. Bill Linderman has four Calgary titles, and then uh, and then Pete Knight has three. So those, those are num- pretty famous guys. Yeah, but your name's right there with them. What what is uh what does that mean to you? What do you what do you? I don't. I'm not sure if you looked at this list much before, but like I'm I'm. No, I, it, I think it's pretty damn cool. To have your name on the list like that is it's pretty neat. Like it's like walking down behind the Thomas and Mac there in the hallway and seeing your name on the list of all the world titles. It's pretty cool. Like they say, you just got to work until your, uh, your heroes become your, your peers or your people you're competing against. But it all happened pretty fast, I guess. Cause I was, like you said, I've only been rodeoing this in my fourth year professionally, and, and there's a lot of stuff happening in those four years. But like I said, I just enjoy it. I'm out here to have fun, and, and uh, that's why I started it in the first place. So. You've kind of reached a lot of goals that some people work for a career work their whole careers for and you've uh, done it in your first three seasons where do you go from here what uh, what's on your list what do you want to do yeah, i definitely love to go to the canadian, or win the canadian title and um world titles if i'm going to be out here rodeo i'm going to be rodeo for 
for a world title and a Canadian title, and every time I go to the rodeo. But um, like I said, there's a lot of up and down, ups and ups and downs out here, and you get stuck in a rut. But you just you just stay positive. The way I look at it, I'm pretty pretty lucky to be able to do it, get to do it. You know, like there's somebody somebody somewhere you know who might have been born with the ability not to be able to, you know, they might not be able to walk or something. So it's you're just lucky to to be up and and get to do that. I've got to ask you what your definition of cowboy shit is. Cowboy shit? Uh, to be honest, I think the cowboy, to me, a cowboy is a cowboy. Like, somebody that can rope, ride, works at home, doing cowboy stuff, and, uh, you know, can go to the rodeo. To me, I, I was a cowboy ever before I was a rodeo cowboy. Somewhere along the way, you know, being a cowboy has been lost. There's, kind of, there's a lot of imposters out there nowadays that hate to say it, but, um, you know, people show up to the rodeo when shoes and ball caps and look like a bunch of prima donnas. And to me, I, I cowboy, I look like cowboy and be a cowboy. But, you know, it's like Hawkeye said, when it turns, what do you like that being a cowboy? He said nothing to the love at all. You know, that's what I live for is wild bucking horses and roping wild cattle. And, I don't know, that's just that's what I think. To wrap things up, the guys recap how our Canadian guys and girls are doing at the American Rodeos this winter. This is Cowboy Shit with Ted and Weesey, brought to you by Everything Cowboy. That's why they say every rose has its thorns. Just like every night has its dawn. Just like every cowboy sings a sad, sad song. Every rose has its thorn. Yeah, it does. Guitar solo. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have that part. We don't. You can't hear our air guitars because we're on the podcasting. So, yeah. if you, yeah, if you could learn how to play one musical instrument, what would it be? Oh, really? Piano. Really? I think that'd be fun. Why? Why? I like the sound of the piano. So, like, would you play, like, classical piano or, like, Jerry Lee Lewis? Oh, I'd play, like, yeah, or, like, the piano oh, like, that's in, like, the okay. Macklemore song. Oh, so, like, like you really play cool. keyboard, you play keyboard piano. Maybe. Like, electric keyboard? Like, you wouldn't play, like, Like, jukebox old school? hero keyboard? Is there a keyboard in that? Maybe. But, like, would Maybe. you be, like, about- like, you know what I mean? Like, electric, like, electric one? Electric or like, keyboard. Or guitar. Oh. Oh, wow. That hardcore. That's hardcore. I don't know, the piano. I saw somebody on Snapchat the other day on one of Brock Rad. Like yeah, I seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy was fucking he was shredding it. Yeah, that he was, was cool. killing it. But that was neat. That'd be cool. Like to be able to do that and just go like some bar and just like yeah, like how cool that and just like crush it out. Be like just a regular dude. Just a and, like, dude, yeah. Just a and guy. Just show up and just friggin' mash the piano and just, just leave. Rock on. Never come back again. Like you can't really drop the key though. With the no, you can't drop. Just, the key. just show up. Don't order anything. Play a song. Leave. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be funny. It'd be awesome, yeah. It'd be kind of cool. It'd be cool. Piano. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's sweet. Sing me a song, you're the piano man. Mm-hmm. Sing me a song. Elton John piano. Billy Joel. They Elton John piano too. Yeah. Hold me closer, tiny dancer. There's so many classy songs on the piano. Count the headlights on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be sweet? It'd be cool, yeah. What That's else good. what else would be what would, you, what would yours be? Guitar for sure. Oh yeah? Guitar yeah. or saxophone. Sa- see saxophone. I would say saxophone. I would I would just like I would love to learn. Sax in my phone. I've always wanted to know how to play the guitar just because like everybody bust wants it to out. Play the guitar, bust though. it out at the campfire, but like yeah. play some Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyways, guys, here's here's Wonderwall. <laughs> this yeah, way, see, this is only learn two songs too. Wonderwall and Wagon Wheel. 
Yeah, that's... Everybody ever knows how to do that. See, but when somebody shows up and plays the shit out of the piano... See, that's but, some cool, neat shit. But you, just you can't pack, pack a, a piano. You can't pack a piano. Around. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you guys want to help me unload my piano? Just on but a you could probably trip. pack a keyboard though. Yeah, you just like prop one up on the little yeah, stand. Yeah, that'd be cool. Think and just. I, th- I think that I think that would be douchier than with playing a guitar <laughs> at a campfire. Just with, <laughs> just with a piano. Yeah, so I'm gonna play you guys a little song here. <laughs> just play Tiny Dancer at the campfire. Oh man. <laughs> Or the piano man, because you get Flint there, and he's got his harmonica. Did you see? Did you see the uh, the video of him doing the like the figure skater routine? Oh yeah, that was pretty funny. I like yeah. that. That was a good one. That guy's the best. That was good. That was Friend really of the good. show. He's gonna be on the show sometime. I, he talked. He already talked about cowboy shit on rural radio on his show. Oh really? But he cool. had to call it stuff. Yeah, yeah. We had to censor it, and then we had to censor cowboy shit for a while. Now we're not. Censoring. But now we're not. We're back. That's yeah. Everywhere That's we're cool. shit everywhere now. There's shit everywhere. <laughs> Cowboy shit literally everywhere. There's shit everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's cool. We have t-shirts. Yeah, we have t-shirts. Shitty t-shirts. <laughs> got some shit. Actually, they're good t-shirts. They're awesome t-shirts. Yeah, they're all. They they're... just got some shit on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's, that's yeah. yeah. There it is. We got to thank our friend Bill Holichuk from Great Guy. Great guy. Great guy. Bill Holichuk, Stormfront, Pino- Stormfront Promotions. Calgary. What was that word again? Stormfront Promotions. Right there it is. That's How it. now, brown cow? <laughs> Unique New York. You need, any of your promotional <laughs> needs can be fulfilled by Stormfront Promotions. Yeah, From so t-shirts Bill- t-shirts to pens and championship wrestling belts. Yeah. They got what you need. <laughs> if they don't have it, you don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. All of our Thai stuff, though, comes from Bill. Everything from the, for the Thai Posbon Foundation, as far as merch goes. Mm-hmm. So far, everything's come from Bill. Uh, all of our Canna, cowboy. Place where I work, they yeah. get all their stuff from Canna. Canna uh, Construction. And then all of our everything cowboy stickers, uh, the thumb drive that I have, the coffee mugs with Zeke's face on them. Mugs. Uh, what else? I have a funny joke oh. for you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> what do you get when you cross a pig and a dinosaur? I don't know. <laughs> Jurassic pork. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. I had a pork chop last night and today for lunch. Uh, so I had that for supper last night too. Me and Chelsea. Really? Yeah, they were nice. Bone in or bone out? Bone out. Oh, I got bone in. It's interesting. You like the bone we're, in ones, We haven't eh? done a bone in <laughs> one in a while. And I, I just more flavor though. With the bone in? Yeah, because like, I think the, the, you get more fat from the more flavor from the fat probably. So if there's uh, more, there's fat, more you fat on the bone one. Yeah, then you probably get more flavor. Yeah. I usually buy the Bone out ones. That's what I bought. Megan bought the ones with the bones in. Oh, she wanted the bone in last night. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, provocative. (laughs) Oh, dear. A little bit of innuendo there. What did you have with your your pork chops? Oh, some friggin' kick-ass potatoes she made. Mm. And then... Bone in? Broccoli. (laughs) (laughs) Sand bone in the potatoes. We had a a nice pork chop with a Caesar salad on the side with some... Boiled asparagus and uh, some rice. Where'd you go? Uh, we went to the residency of my girlfriend. Oh, she made it. I made it. Oh, that's impressive. Yeah, we played. Did you cook for her? You don't fucking cook around here. I cook for you sometimes. Dick. Yeah, like you don't cook that. You cook like craft dinner around here. Because craft dinner is good. <laughs> you don't cook any like fillet uh, steaks. You've got. Yeah, I guess you cook steaks. We had some of those go bad though. We need to get more of those. Scott's um, gonna hook us up with some beef though. Yeah, that's gonna be kick ass. I still got soup in the freezer for when we start batching next week. 
soup. Soup. It's gonna be good. I need to get the recipe for my grandma's homemade chicken soup. Oh yeah, I should make chicken noodles someday. I should try that out. Give it a whirl. Real yummy. Food. I get, we're getting hungry. Can you tell? Yeah, it's almost <laughs> supper time at HQ. So if you don't know that, now you know. Too. Now you know. Okay. Team Canada report. Da-na-na, Team Canada in America. America. And yeah. <laughs> What's going right. on with the boys? What's going and on with lady? The boys Z. and lady. All right. We got five. Count it. Five. How many? Five. That's not one, not two, not three, not four. Five. 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 Five Canadians inside the top 15 in the PRCA's wow. world standings. Wow. In the bareback riding, we've got Luke Creasy in the number eight spot. He's got $25,000 won in the season. Wow. Number 10, we've got Clint Lay, 21000 It's good to see him back in the game. Clint Lay is back. Yeah, it's good to see him back. And... He won 10000 at that shootout in Fort Worth. Pew, pew. And he just pew. won a bunch of money in Houston, pew, pew, pew. plus the weekend in Houston. Watch out for Clint Lay. He's back. He's got his pockets full of that American money. You betcha. Then we got O-Dog. Oren Larson. Oren John. Number 21 spot. He's got $16,000 won this season so far. Huge. Now we're going to check in on the steer wrestling. Number Ooh. four, Curtis Cassidy. That guy's won almost thirty grand this year. He's actually He's a, a top-ranked Canadian. He's doing well. All events. He's a perennial contender. 30,000. Might go back to the NFR. Last time he was there would have been 2014, though, so been a bit of a stretch since he's uh, been there. Maybe a, a Curtis? Curtis Cassidy, 2014. Who did he go? Did he not go last year? No. I don't think so. No, it was Tanner and... Uh, Scott. Tanner and Scott, I yeah. Curtis was there, too. No, mm. and the year before that would have been, I think, Tanner again in 15? Wait. 17 was Tanner Scott. 16. Wasn't Cody there? Or Curtis there on 16? No. I don't, I don't, I don't know. So. I don't know anything. I don't think so because mm. I must oh, be on. I gotta look at it. I must be on crack because Levi, Jeremy, Clay. Because there were six in twenty sixteen, wasn't there? Zeke. Okay, wait. So if there were six, we got Levi, Levi, Jeremy, Zeke, Zeke. One, Orin. they all won. Then you Orin. got Oren, and then you, Jake Vold's in here. Then you got Clay Elliott and Jake Watson. That's there seven. Is. There it is. But there was eight that year. Maybe maybe Tanner Milan was there. Stay oh, tuned. I know this. Stay tuned for. The update. Eight Canadians qualify. This is what I was looking for. Oh, Colton Schmidt. There you go. There's your eight. So the last time Curtis went was in... You're right. Was in 2014. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I must be just... I, when I meant said parental contender, I meant in Canada. I was just kidding. It was That's a fair enough. It was but a he, test. he has been in the NFR a lot, a lot of times. times for you. I usually can remember that stuff, but... So, is he... And what's, where's, where's Scott at? Scott Ginsner, number friend, eight. Friend of the show. Yeah. Was on our first... No, second ever podcast... Episode number two, he's huge. Eight. He's eighth? Yeah. Nice. Episode number two, though, huge huge episode featuring Scott Gintner. Check it out. Scott's number eighth in the standings right now. He's got 22,001 on the, on the That's season. That's a good And in the Bronc riding, Zeke Thurston, who we talked to today, is number mm-hmm. eight. Mm-hmm. In the Bronc riding, he's got 27,001 on the year. That's a good winner. Pretty good winner. Zeke said that, well, he'll t- you'll hear what he Don't says. Don't tell him. Don't tell No, th- w- this is after. This is the last yeah, second but don't part. tell him what he says. What was this after? You, they already heard it. Oh, it is. You're right. Yeah. So Zeke, as we talked to, Zeke, who's on the show today, number eight, got 27001 in the year. He said $10,000 with a good, good season. good winner, yeah. So he's got twenty seven. so he's really laughing. He's almost tripled that. Yeah. Zeke, deadly. Yeah, deadly. 17th is Clint Lay. He's got 15001 on the year. Then you go down to 35th. You got Leighton Green, 38th. Tyrell Larson in the bull riding. Jordan Hansen, he's 47th. 
hanging in there. A little there. bit behind there, a little bit, eh? Yeah, he's, he hasn't, doesn't seem like he's been going that, or has he not. been, has he been doing, like, I haven't, like, kept up with it at all. Yeah, I guess he hasn't, he hasn't, really hasn't been anywhere from, because he didn't do, hasn't gone didn't do anything in Red Deer, either. didn't do anything at Claire's home. Didn't do anything at Claire's home. Lethbridge's PBI. I don't think, I've never heard about Denver or any of those rodeos. Yeah. Fort, I know, did I, he make the know, short round in Fort Worth or something? Uh, maybe. But I, I looked, just saw, just saw today that he's won $7,600 in the Extreme Bowls. So he's won all his money in the Extreme Bowls. He hasn't won any month rodeos. But I mean, those winter rodeos, they're kind of like, kind of a crapshoot on the draw, I want to say. So yeah. he's probably like picked and chose a lot and probably hasn't gone a lot of places. So Well, he's been busy. He's been going on trips. And yeah, they were just in Mexico stuff. for, for Wacy's sister's wedding mm-hmm. and whatnot. So yeah, but then we got Carmen Pazabon in the barrel racing. She's 18th right That's now. That's cool. That'd be cool to get a barrel racer back. Wouldn't it be? Yeah, it'd, pretty be, be it'd be pretty cool for Carmen to make it too. I know it's something that Ty wanted to do, mm-hmm. so it'd be pretty neat if uh, Ty's cousin Carmen yeah, would yeah, make yeah. it. You know, get the Pazabon name to the NFR. Yeah, so. that's sweet. Yeah. So she's 18th though in the WPRA standing. She's got 14,001 already in the wintertime. So nice. Doing pretty good. Then we go over to the PBI. Tanner Byrne. After that event, we Tanner in St. Louis. Byrne. Tanner Byrne. He. Uh, oh, we got to talk about that too. But he's 16th. Doing nice. pretty good. That's Dakota good, Butter. Yeah. Dakota Butter number 26th. Lonnie West on the outside looking in. 55. 55th in the world. Yeah. Lonzo, so, grow your so hair out, bud. Had a bull riding since then. No Lethbridge. Garrett Green takes oh, the yeah. kick. Oh, yeah. First event of the year. Yeah. PBR Canada it? is Tell back. the people. It was good. We had a huge crowd on Saturday night. Did you play the song one guy, on Saturday? One guy stole an entire pan of chicken nuggets. Just told, stole the pan. He I want to be friends with it. that guy. <laughs> so they were, having a, you? they were having a good time in lethbridge was it, it wasn't me no i heard the story and i laughed it was pretty good so well, they had nuggets for you guys you can't make that up they had nuggets for they you had guys? nugs because usually it's pizza no we didn't have we didn't have nugs it was for like the vip party spot but somebody literally went on the stands and just stole an entire pan of that's nugs. awesome oh, that's, that's legendary that's status i want i yeah. want to know that guy i don't yeah. want some of his nuggets and we want some <laughs> nugs. Um, did you play the saturday song on saturday uh yeah by wigfield yeah it was my I, I totally did it was ah. freaking awesome i have it on a video or I had it, it was on my story on ah, Instagram. That's awesome. It was like, that song fires me up. Be my baby. I keep trying to get the DJ Davis played at Ranch, but he never will. It's so good, man. I used it for a t shirt toss. It was freaking, it was golden. Do you want to get the people fired up? I'm probably going to use it everywhere. Probably going to use it at Calgary. And then I'm probably going to use it on Sunday at the ski race because. Well, it's not Saturday. You can't use it. It's a Saturday only song. Uh, but it's a ski race. That's where you draw the line. It's no, a ski race new, feeling kind no, of song. No, no, no. Come on. No, no. You can't. You, if you use it too much, that's it's going to be not as good. I don't, that's true. I you want to overuse it. Luckily, most of the bull ridings I do are not Saturdays. Saturdays. Yeah, so, there you go. <laughs> pretty sweet. Uh, pump that in like so, Halifax. Man, loved it though. It was great. It's like, it's the songs that uh, people know. That's one thing I got to do more this year is play stuff people know. I could play all the stuff that like sounds cool, but it's got to be stuff people know too. So mm-hmm. working on that more. Fine line. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's sweet. So that's the Team Canada report. And that's Da-da. that. And yeah, Lethbridge pew, is over. Pew. And going on to Calgary next. And I guess that's what we got. Bull riding. Rodeo. Houston's finishing this weekend. So. Guys are going. I'm um, hungry. Yeah, we're hungry. I'm not quite hangry yet, but Close. I'm hungry. That'll wrap up episode number eight of Cowboy Shit with Ted and Wacy. I'm yes. Ted Stoven. This is Wacy Anderson. I'm Wacy. That's the Wacy. I'm the Ted. You know me. And uh, if you uh, haven't followed our pages on the social media yet. Yeah. The Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitter. 
Yeah. We're on it. Yeah. At Ted Stoven, at Wacy Anderson. Mm-hmm. Pretty Why, easy guys We have our new, our new Facebook page, though, like for the, yeah. for the podcast, the Cowboy Shit Facebook page. Yeah. Go give it, give us a like. Yeah, check it we out. We have links to the store to get t-shirts and all yep. of our latest episodes. Like, yep. get amongst it. It's a good page. Get some good content it. on there. We have the odd contest every once in a while. Maybe win yourself a t-shirt or a coffee mug. Or an autograph by me, oh. if you want it. Oh, big prizes. Oh, big I'll autograph your forehead for free. Big winner. Signing off. Until next time. Smell you later.